lose what just went right for the Hurricanes in that game. Plus, they are in D.C. tonight taking on the Capitals. And what do they need to do to continue their winning ways that they're having right now? Find out today on this episode of Locked on Hurricanes. Your Locked on Hurricanes. Your daily podcast on the Carolina Hurricanes. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Your team every day. Your team every day. And today's episode is brought to you by the lovely folks over at Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. As always, you can find the show on Twitter and Instagram at LO underscore Hurricanes. Myself on Twitter at Jared Ellis underscore 96. And don't forget to subscribe to the show on YouTube and rate the show five stars on whatever stream platform you're listening on. And in today's episode, we will be recapping this weekend's game against the St. Louis Blues, as well as previewing tonight's game against the Washington Capitals. Now diving into the St. Louis Blues game, this was a hell of a game, folks. This was one that I think the Hurricanes really, really needed. They won that game 7-2. to This was the third time they'd scored seven goals in a game this season. But, you know, they were coming off of a pretty frustrating loss against the Stars in a shootout. They had won against Tampa before that, and you lost to the Rangers last Sunday. You, then you lose to the Caps in a shootout. You lost to Toronto, then you lost to Pittsburgh. So, yeah, they had that win against Tampa in there, but I think they needed a really, as a whole, dominant performance like that. I think that was something the Hurricanes needed it just to kind of boost confidence not that they were lacking confidence as a whole but they were in a skid and I think that was something that they just needed they were really struggling offensively as of late and hopefully this wasn't just a flash in the pan type thing but uh, I think this was something that they needed they had really been struggling to score goals you look at that game against Dallas you look at that game against the Rangers they had more than doubled the opponent's shots on goal but they still lost those games and in this game against St. Louis it almost just felt like it was more quality over quantity in terms of shots the Hurricanes only had 28 shots on goal St. Louis 32 and yeah that's a lot and it's not like you know it was that game against Columbus uh, a few weeks back where you know Columbus barely had any shots on goal for almost the entirety of the game it's not a thing like that but it's not a game where the Hurricanes were having you know 40 plus shots on goal in the Dallas game they had 47 shots on goal and they lost that game you look at that game against the New York Rangers where they got shut out. The Hurricanes had 44 shots on goal compared to the Rangers' 18. It wasn't a situation like that. 
obviously. And I think this was something that they needed. You had 13 different Hurricanes record points in this game, which is really great. Obviously, when you score a bunch of goals like that, you're going to have a lot of guys record points. But it's nice to see you, know, you have 13 different guys do it. And that's something that they've needed. They they need every guy pitching in and everybody contributing because you can't always just rely on your top line and top defensive pair and you know, those top guys. You can't always rely on them to do that. So to see all of those different guys record points in the game, I think that was great for the Hurricanes. And you obviously had... Andrei Svechnikov and Seth Jarvis scored twice. You had Martin Natchez with a shorthanded goal. You had Brett Pesci with a goal. You had Jesper Foss, Jacob Slavin, Tavo, Ian Cole, Colton Yemi, Sebastian Ajo, Tavo Teravine, Vincent Trocek, and Tony D'Angelo all recording assists. A lot of these guys recording multiple assists in the game. And I think that was really... I like seeing a stat line like that where it's just a bunch of different guys. Obviously, I like the seven goals too, but just saying all these different names there, I think that's great for the Hurricanes. That's going to be great uh, and important for the team heading down the stretch into the playoffs and in the playoffs themselves. Uh, it's not just Sebastian Ajo and Andre Svechnikov and those guys doing all the work. No everyone is getting in on this. I think that's going to be really, really important. And this was Seth Jarvis's third multi-point game. I love that he's really getting out of the funk, I guess you would say, that he was in. Same with Andrei Svechnikov. Again, not that those guys were necessarily playing bad hockey, but they weren't showing up on the score sheet, and that was something that we need those guys to do and for them to both record two goal games I think that's really good for them and actually with Andre scoring both those goals he's now set a new career high in goals he's now at 25 goals on the season his previous was 24 back in the 18-19 season so everything from here on out is a career high for him and we still got a lot of games left to go so I'm really happy for that. and But, you know, one other positive from this game was with Jacob Slavin and Tony D'Angelo getting those assists, they are now the first defensive pair in Hurricanes history. Ever since the Whalers moved to Raleigh and became the Hurricanes, first team in Hurricanes history to have at least... 30 assists for each guy on the pair. And that is really, really good. I, I love that there because these guys are doing exactly what we need them to do. Tony D'Angelo, he's at 32. Jacob Slavin is at 30 assists. And you know, I, Jacob Slavin, he's obviously setting career high when it comes to this uh, with his assists here. And I love that he's doing that because so often he's a guy where 
yeah, he's obviously the best defensive defenseman in the league, but he doesn't rack up a bunch of points. So to see him you know, do something like this, I love it. And Tony, again, I'm not a fan of him personally, but he's doing everything that Hurricanes need him to do. And I, I'm glad that he's being able to do what he's supposed to do. And now that you know, there was a lot of positive in this game, but there was one thing. This wasn't the Hurricanes' best game, and I think Rod Brindamore really kind of hit it on the head in post-game. And this is what he had to say. Well, I kind of felt like it. I mean, it wasn't wasn't one of our better games. Just everything we shot went in. You know, it's it's just a lot of averages. You get enough chances, eventually they go in. And, you know, tonight was clearly that. I mean, I don't know that we, you know, played great. We played okay. Two periods, we were fine. Third period, natural. You get up by three, you kind of just have a tendency to just lay back. Um, so it wasn't one of our better periods. But, you know, Rance was good. And, you know, it's, it's a good win. Yeah, the team, you know, they played – great those first two periods but that third period that was one where very much in like that game against Dallas you know they took a breath and yeah it didn't come back and bite them like it did in that Dallas game but don't take your foot off the gas I mean you look at the shot totals and yes the Hurricanes were were, uh, able to come away with the win and that's great of course we love that but, you know, and Antiranta was great in this game, but you then allowed, you know, you allowed St. Louis nine shots on goal in the first, eight in the second, but come third period, they exploded and had 15 shots on goal compared to your five. That's something where I don't really like that. It, while obviously, you know, it may not be the most sportsman-like thing to to just run up the scoring and say, you know, score 10 goals or, or something like that, you know, don't take your foot off the gas and don't just sit back and get comfortable. You can't do that because just go back to that Dallas game. You took that breath and then they come right back and score it. And yeah, you have a three goal lead and you got a little bit more breathing room than you know that one goal lead like in Dallas, uh, but again, you just you can't take your foot off the gas and you can't get comfortable like that because you're going to have teams that take advantage of it. Yeah, the Blues are struggling right now. They are, and you know we'll see if they even make the playoffs. But we, it's you know you anything can happen on any given night. And you can't just sit back and get comfortable because you never know when maybe St. Louis, they end up having an offensive explosion like you did. And you never know when something like that might happen. And you got to you gotta be ready for that. You can't just sit back and let them do whatever they want to do. You gotta, It's their job to stop you. Make them stop you. And it's your job to stop them. And you were holding them to single-digit shots all night. And in third period, you just kind of let them do what they want to do. You can't do that. You cannot do that. And that's something that I really think is going to be big heading into this game against Washington tonight 
is don't sit back and get comfortable. Keep your foot on the gas until that final horn sounds. And it is worth mentioning, yes, Spirit Coat and Yemi, uh, having to sit for 17 minutes. The same thing happened to Brett Pesci the other day as well. And, you know, Coat and Yemi, you got in a fight uh, against Alexei Torpachenko. And, you know, he obviously had the fighting penalty. And then the instigator penalty, which I don't necessarily understand that one and then the misconduct as well you know for getting the jersey over the head and the instigate i'm not a huge fan of the uh misconduct one either you know because the guy didn't have his jersey strapped down whether or not that's a intentional thing yeah that guys will do yeah that i mean it probably is you know try to get an advantage in any any way but i i think that the instigator one is is the one that i feel like a lot of people are having uh an issue with like okay you start a fight okay and but the thing is the guy just laid a really big hit on one of your guys and he's down on his hands and knees on the ice do you not expect him to stick up for his teammates? And, you know, it, yeah, the hit was a clean hit. But on the flip side, your teammate is down on the ice. You know, you, you're obviously going to stick up for your teammate in that regard. And it, it's one of those things where the instigator penalty is the one that I'm in, you know, the... Uh, that's the one like really i don't like that one i get the obviously the fighting penalty and then the misconduct for you know getting the jersey over the head i get that stuff but yeah the instigator one is like really really that and that and this again the same thing happened with brett pesci you know with him racking up this ridiculous amount of penalty minutes but it is what it is. We came away with the win, and that's the big thing that we care about here. And now we just look ahead to Washington tonight, and we'll start previewing that game right after this quick break. Spring is here, folks, and if you want to get fit and eat healthy, Built Bar is here to help you with that. Built Bar is, of course, the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. They are covered in 100% real chocolate and are low-calorie, low-carb, high-protein, and high-fiber. Most Built Bars contain only 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. Compare that to a normal candy bar, which usually has around 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, and dozens of net carbs. And with flavors ranging from mint brownie, coconut, coconut almond, and with new flavors coming in and out of the lineup all the time, also, with the Built Bar Puffs, there is going to be something for everyone. So right now, you can go to Built.com and use the promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your order when you use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. Now, looking ahead to tonight against the Washington Capitals. The Capitals have won every game against the Hurricanes this season so far. 
and you know, four games in the regular season, Caps have won every single one of them. The Capitals have had our number this year. And I think that the Hurricanes, a big thing for them to do in this game is to, one, like I said before the break, don't sit back and get comfortable, especially against Washington. We, they know that they have our number this season, and we know it as well. So we cannot get comfortable with stuff like that. You know, keep your foot on the gas for the entire game. We know how good Washington is and can be. And they're a team that brings a little something extra every time they play us. We do as well, of course. But the Hurricanes, they need to just continue to build off of the St. Louis game. You had a lot of things working for you in that game. Again, 13 different guys getting on the score sheet. Yeah, you're not going to score seven goals every night. But you look at what was working for you in that game. Continue to try to do that here in this game. And because Washington, again, is a team that has had your number all season long. And a team that you have struggled against as well. You look at that first game, it came down to Raleigh, beat you 4-2. You look at March 3rd, they shut you out 4 to nothing, And then you look at the 18th, you know they beat you in shootout 4-3. to So as a whole, the Hurricanes have struggled to score against the Capitals as well. And I think that you're really just going to have to continue to do what was working for you in the last game. And because you've been struggling to score goals as of late for these past couple weeks, last night, or not last night, excuse me, last game, it exploded for you. And you got back on track. Guys that you needed to score, scored. And even guys that you didn't necessarily need to score, like Brett Pesci, that's not necessarily his job to score goals, he was doing it as well. So... Continue to build off of what you were doing right. Obviously, it goes without saying, this is going to be a physical game, especially being the regular season finale between these two teams. Maybe we see each other in playoffs. Maybe we don't. We'll see. But this is one where we are going to have to be prepared to get the crap knocked out of us and be prepared to knock the crap out of them. Because they are going to bring physicality. We know how much these teams don't like each other. And this is a game where don't be surprised if someone drops the gloves in this game as well. Yes, Spiri dropped in the last one. Pesci before that. And don't be surprised if we see something like that. Because, again, these teams do not like each other. And I very much think that this is going to be a very, very rough game where these teams... Again, just knock the crap out of each other. This is going to be a very, very physical game. And the Hurricanes, they can't let them bully them around. If you remember that last game against the Caps when Brendan Smith laid that massive hit on Tom Wilson, that's the kind of stuff we're going to need throughout this game, not just the one highlight real play or anything like that. That's going to have to be the entire game. You're going to have to be 
laying hits like that because they're going to be doing it to you. We know that. And I think that the Hurricanes, they have what it takes to win this game. If they can, I keep saying it, if they can keep doing what they did in the last game, they will be fine in in this one. I think that Freddie Anderson will get the start in net for the Hurricanes tonight, but we will look at the official projected lineup right after this quick break. Now, we talked about what the Hurricanes need to do to win in this game. That is really, it's it's as simple. It's simple. Continue to do what you did in the last game against St. Louis. Don't let up like you did in St. Louis uh, and Dallas as well. Yeah, keep your foot on the gas and be prepared to be physical because they're going to be. But now it's time to look at the projected lineup for tonight's game against the Washington Capitals. Obviously, this stuff is always subjected to change. But we'll see just what we're looking at because we're going to have a little bit of changes. Ethan Bear, he's not playing in this game because of a lower body injury. So obviously that means Brendan Smith, he's coming back in. So looking at the top line and really just forward lines in general, we're not having any changes there. Top line, Teravine and Ajo Jarvis. Uh, Jarvis is coming off. His third multi-point game, two-goal game. So really no need to change any of these forward lines. Second line, you got Sveshikov, Trocek, and Natchez. Third line, Niederreiter, Stahl, Fast. Argue, that's arguably been the Hurricanes' best line all season long, so obviously you're not going to touch that. And then fourth line, you have Domi, Kotniemi, and Stepan. I'm interested to see when Domi starts to... Uh, move up in the lineup a bit. Obviously, that's just something that's going to come with time. On the defensive side of things, again, you have that one change, but as a whole, those are staying the same. You have Jacob Slavin, Tony D'Angelo, Brady Shea, Brett Pesci, Brendan Smith, Ian Cole. I like that Brendan Smith is going to be in this game. Uh, again, you're just going back to that physicality that he brought in the last game against Washington. I'm really hoping he can continue to do that because Lord knows we're going to need it. Starting goalie is projected to be Frederick Anderson. So you figure Auntie Ronta got the last one. Figured Freddie will probably get tonight. Ronta tomorrow against Tampa on the second half of the back-to-back. Andres, Ethan Bear, Jordan Martinuk. Really no word on Ethan Bear of how long he will be out as of right now. Hopefully it's not long. Hopefully it's just one where he has to sit for a game or two. Uh, but really, you know, I'm just hoping that you know, he's all right. Jordan Martinuk, he's obviously out. And Stephen Lawrence is the healthy scratch for this game. Again, Domi slotting into the lineup. Like I said, you know, that means, you know, guy is always going to get scratched now and, Whenever Marty comes back, that means two guys are getting scratched per game. And yeah, it'll be helpful come playoffs to have those extra NHL forwards there rather than having to call up guys from the AHL. But we'll just see how that goes. And 
I, I'm fine with this lineup. It, this is a lineup that was working really well for you in the last game. And again, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. And obviously, Brendan Smith having to slot in. Yeah, I'm excited to see you know, what he does. He's one of the guys I think we're going to want to watch tonight. Again, he, uh, I have been critical of him this season, but that last game against Washington, he was really physical. I think we're going to need to watch for him. Andre Sveshnikov, he's finally got some stuff going offensively. He had been kept off uh, score sheet for a little while. Excited to see what he can continue to do. And my third guy to watch tonight is really going to be Max Domi. I really want to see him net his first goal as a hurricane in this one. Uh, if I remember correctly, he did get his first point in the last game against St. Louis, but I don't remember whose goal it was on. It was... He actually did not record an assist in that last game against St. Louis. It was in the... Um... It was in the Dallas game, if I remember correctly. I'm getting those two games confused. <laughs> but I definitely want to see him net his first goal as a hurricane in this game against Washington. I think that's going to be – I think that would be a really good moment there for him. And obviously, you look at a lot of these guys on the roster as well. You want to see Seth Jarvis keep going. You want to see Colton Yemi continue to build off of the good play that he's had. Obviously, a top guys that entire uh, third line. A lot of guys to watch, but again, I really want to see good stuff from Brendan Smith, Andre Sveshkov, and Max Domi. I want to see some good stuff from those guys, and I think we will. But in the meantime, make sure you follow Locked on Hurricanes on Twitter and Instagram at LO underscore Hurricanes, and myself on Twitter at Jared Ellis underscore 96. Subscribe to the show on YouTube and rate the show five stars on whatever streaming platform you're listening on. And I will talk to you in the next episode where we recap this game against the Washington Capitals and preview the next game against the Tampa Bay Lightning. You guys have a great rest of your day, and I will talk to you tomorrow.